I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Ben. I'm Matthew. And welcome to a fantastic episode (laughs) of... Really? Yes. Really high-pitched, but I'm Ben from I'm Ben. (laughs) It was. It was... It, Guys, it, what are you talking about? Come on. <laughs> you know what? He's 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 full of enthusiasm. He's full of vim and vigor because it's I'm another full episode. Of helium as well. <laughs> he's been he's been huffing those helium balloons because it's another fantastic episode of Beef Brothers Cold Cuts, and we have a superb guest, Emma Siddy, um, who you will know from Starstruck on the BBC. You uh, may know her from Let's Flats, um, but she's brilliant. And you you may have even seen her brilliant live work as brilliant well. Brilliant live work, and she so made a good. phenomenal um, uh, Spanish language uh, 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 sort of sh- a little short film which is it's basically like a kind of um, a Mexican soap opera teleplay and it is absolutely superb so uh, look uh, look for that uh, wherever you find things um, uh, <laughs> just started to, started to big it up could neither remember the name of it nor where you find it but <laughs> yeah but, but it, it, yeah it's very good um, we hear you it's great but bef- um, all right, well, before well, we get into it, she was. Bef- bef- oh. She was, yeah. <laughs> I, I was wrapping up then. I thought no, I know, I know, I know. Um, before well, we get- what a brilliant guest she was. See you <laughs> next week. <laughs> <day. laughs> That's basically what we're going to start doing now for this podcast is we're going to record it, have a wonderful time, and then tell you that we had a great time. Just to keep the episodes down. We're told these are, these are running too long, these episodes. So to keep them down, this is, just, this is four minutes long. It's us telling you how great she is, half remembering what her credits... And then leaving. Cheers, um, everyone. <laughs> okay, um, so uh, I, I was going to just say, I've got the most superb email from a listener I wanted to read. Uh, okay. Beefy update from AJ via Beef Brothers, uh, podcast at gmail.com. Get in touch, guys. AJ writes, Dear Beef Brothers, about six months ago, your guest Katie Wicks read out my beef regarding a neighbour who woke everyone up with his motorbike at 4am. We remember this well. Yes. Turns out that your advice has been a little bit life-changing. Oh. Katie suggested earplugs, which helped for a while, but ultimately it was, it was affecting more people than just me. So like a big, brave girl, I decided to pop an anonymous note through Motorbike Man's letterbox. What I hadn't in, uh, accounted for was his ring video doorbell, which alerted him to my arrival. As I was posting the note, he opened the door and caught me. The next few minutes were excruciating. I made out that I'd gone to the wrong flat, but we both knew this was a lie. He asked to see the note, and the more I protested, the more he insisted. I really had no choice, so, hanging my head, I threw it at him and legged it. The main reason that my boyfriend wanted me to tell you uh, this is that when he read it, he felt awful. That's right, Motormike Man is now my boyfriend. What? No! <laughs> no yeah. Way! yeah, yeah. He was mortified to learn that he was having such a negative effect on the community. Since then, he has adopted the Parry Senior approach of walking it to the end of the road before starting it. We're not sure whether this is the first Beef Brothers love story you've had, but we are planning to move in together and would no. genuinely have never met without the podcast. The what? jury, the jury is out on whether the bike goes or not. Brackets, it will. Thanks and all the best, AJ. AJ. 
oh my god when i read this my heart grew 10 sizes it was i was so delighted to hear it i'm having a heart attack somebody please call an ambulance i'm dying but no isn't that wonderful that is amazing amazing. that is so great so it turns out that you know sending an email into beef brothers could be a whole new life for you you could meet the man of your dreams the motorcycle man of your dreams if, if this was a film now you're going to jump cut to them coming out of the church uh, and you have like get the motor running yeah. and they get on the back of like one of those big harley davidson's three and we're things. driving it yeah. and then they they pull off and then we come in behind them yes. <laughs> i love it oh on these big kind of bikes you've got your, zoom off you've got your own cool rider that's what everybody yeah. wants right you want a cool rider of course you do um, what I'm, a life that's brilliant I'm really I'm really really chuffed for you AJ uh, fantastic fantastic news um, right let's see if we can sprinkle our magic stardust <laughs> over some new lovebirds <laughs> in this episode of Pappy's Flatshare Beef Brothers A Cold Cuts well if you've got a problem don't call it a problem if you've got a problem call it a beef Thank you for joining us. How are you doing? Oh, I'm so good. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's such a pleasure to be here. I'm a real um, flat share, I guess, fan. As in, you know, I'm a fan of you guys and I'm a fan of the concept of sharing flats with people. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've never had any other choice. Well, well, have we got the podcast for you? Hey! <laughs> What's your current setup? Who are you, who are you flat you know sharing with what? currently? I'm in the final days of a really beautiful flat share. Yeah, it, oh, it's pretty this sad, is the swan actually. Song. This is the swan song. We're moving out in about a week. It's been three years and it wow. is... I mean, they are actually... They are comedians. Shall I say their names? They Why not? Don't mind, if, they're, they? if they're all Name right, if you're all right with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so it's me... Emma City. <laughs> <Of course. laughs> we got that much. Yeah, I'm, we worked the, that bit out. The weakest link, perhaps. And then Rose Matafeo and Al Roberts, who also doubles up as my oh, boyfriend. Um, well, both of them do. Both of them double up as my boyfriend. <laughs> it's good. Which is very modern. Very modern. Incredible and really hot. Um, but yeah, so so this is the end. Like it's been. I've lived with Rose for four years. This has been a flat share for three. And now me and Al are going our separate ways to um, start a family. No, I'm joking. <laughs> wait, wait, you and Al are going together. Your, your separate ways is one way, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, we have yeah, a yeah. one way separate ways. It's not a breakup. And I Rose thought, what has a weird her own. Way to tell us. Yeah, that's a really weird way to express it. And it's been really lovely. Rose has asked Gosh. us to move out, and it turns out Rose was the only thing holding us together as a couple. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I Rose feel like now it's a good time. I mean, I was going to say that there is, there is a certain amount of pressure now on either, I was going to say on Al, but I think also on yourself. Yeah. You've had I three years of this true. glorious relationship, yeah. and but, but that's had the magic ingredient of Rose Matafeo. Oh, don't. Yeah. Shut up. I mean, I, <laughs> obviously, I don't need that today she's relationship glue that's what she's known as on the circuit relationship glue if if you and Al are a tv series that's three years in it's been starring rose matafeo you know you're you're about to go into series four obviously yeah we're gonna get cancelled and i know that (laughs) no i mean there's there's something to me quite symbolically and well symbolically iconic and weird in our house that both rose and al have cult crochets made of them so do you know that is that amazing uh, Instagrammer who makes cult yeah. crochet 
like puppets of people. And so oh, you've wow. got Rose in from Starstruck, <laughs> and then next to her is Al, as in Al from Stathlet's Flats, and they live right. together there on the shelf. I don't have a cult crochet, and that's cool as well. But you've been um, in both those shows, surely. I, I don't have an iconic costume, so I'm not allowed one, which is totally fine. But the idea of separating these two dolls now, I'm like, oh, God, it isn't going to work. So, but so are you thinking? Work. Are you thinking perhaps to let Al stay with Rose? And yeah, you, is that, <laughs> it's the right thing to do. What I'm trying to impart is that it's all up for grabs right now. <laughs> one song days. It's a movable feast. It is, yeah. So, um, but yeah, but I've literally always lived in flat shares, and it is the first time living with just a boyfriend. So it's you know it's really exciting as well as flat shares is such a massive part of of life you know it's beautiful a a three is a three is very workable that's the thing about a three Mm. we found that and is that there's you know no matter what's going on there's always someone else to sort of take to one side and bitch to about the other one exactly there's some Mm. great ganging up that goes Mm -hmm. on in a healthy and character building way Um, (laughs) so i once lived in a four and that wasn't so successful actually it was oh no i've I've twice lived in a four bit more hectic i think three is a bit more contained totally and how are you feeling about two how are you feeling about uh Laying the bare bones of the relationship out. <laughs> this has really become... You know, I've single, never thought of it like that. In a single that living arrangement. such a beautiful way of thinking about it. Um, You're welcome. <laughs> you know what? I'm up for it. I think it's, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be fine. Um, it might even be great. So we'll have I to see. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be great. So Yeah. And also, we've. this is our lockdown flat, obviously. So I think... Leaving that, we'll have a sense of escape in a good way. Yeah. Um, have you not gone out so far? Will it be the first time? Have you not heard of the news? <laughs> it's very we musty just, in there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, it, you, I don't know if you guys feel like this about where you're living, but it still has this remnants of lockdown. Like any night I spend in and watch TV, I feel like I'm in lockdown again. And you have to remember, yeah. no, actually, yeah. I've made a conscious choice to watch Dawson's Especially because I, I only ever watch um, an update with Jonathan Van Tam in it as well which is why it really gives me that real sense of deja vu. <laughs> All your old Chris Whitty videos you're watching. I don't know why I keep watching the Chris Whitty stuff but I just it's can't get enough of it. It's the algorithm it's feeding you it. It knows just, you like, want I know, it. I know I've seen this before but like, you've got to go dip back in you know. Uh, it rewards repeat viewing that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That bit where Robert Peston said shit, we all remember that. It was one of the best daily briefings of all time. Ages well. Yeah. Yeah, age like a fine wine. Um, (laughs) Well, Parry and I both moved during lockdown. So we've both. During lockdown, So I've 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 shared my old lockdown cocoon. I've shared my my, my flat in Penge. That's gone. This is is all great to hear, by the way, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Remains in their lockdown. Parry and I doing very well. Emma's on the road to recovery. Clarky, on the other hand. (laughs) What can we say? Duck where you always been. Oh, boy. Oh. Still in his cocoon, yet to emerge a beautiful post-lockdown butterfly. Oh, it's not good. It's not good. Um, well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> i tell you what, Clarky. Will it, will it cheer you up if we solve some that. beefs? <laughs> I think, please, if we could, think about we other could people's put the focus problems. anywhere else, mm. that would be great right now, to be honest. From the sorting out your beef! Car share-based beef from Emily. 
Right. Actually, I don't think I needed to. I didn't need to say that. Anyway, you, no, that's no, perfect. You, you can. We, that's, we, that's great. We oh, like right. a title. Okay, nice. Um, you can maybe put a sting in there. See, it, see how it goes in the edit. Um, <laughs> oh, hello, okay. Beef Brothers <laughs> and guests. Can I just stop you? A what kind oh. of sting are you imagining here? What's yeah, um, give, what, give what, us what, a flavour. Give us a flavour. Uh, what kind of thing do you want? Because we'll do it for you. A listener has written in. <laughs> oh, that was lovely. Actually, <laughs> we've never had a sting before, but I think if we isolate that, we'll just. That pop that in it. we'll pop that in throughout the episode somehow could couldn't be have been us. worse that but um, <laughs> anyway you guys you know that that's the blueprint see see what you come up with no um, no that's that's the final wait, product oh, exactly there's one thing you you'd know from listening to our podcast there's you know say it it's out there yeah it's no time it's for done. an edit just get it in get All it right. out great so here is uh here is the beef hello beef brothers and guest uh, that's me. Uh, my beef concerns occasional car sharing. Myself and my flatmate, partner, flatmate forward slash partner, so I'm not sure which, each have our own car, but occasionally he uses mine. The beef, I like to leave chewed chewing gum on my steering wheel. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my reaction. Okay, the audience member? Yeah, Emily, she now says, I know it's gross. Yeah. But it's my car and I should be free to treat it as I wish. I love chewing gum in the car. If I'm stopping to run an errand, I'll pop the chewing gum on the steering wheel, then come back to it. Seems fair enough, right? My partner thinks it's disgusting and doesn't want me to do it anymore. I'm fully prepared to lose this one as the brothers rarely stand in solidarity to their loyal Patreon. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I love That's that. true. That's true. We're very Real happy to dick. take our listeners down. <laughs> it is an issue of us. We've got, to be, we've got to start being nicer. Actually, today was the day I thought I've got we to start a being chat nicer. About it, actually, we did yeah, have a little we, chat about really? it. Really? Yeah. I love <laughs> that Emily's so loyal that she knows the vibe. She, she knows, knows the what vibe. you guys do. She knows the vibe. There's a real Stockholm syndrome going on with Emily. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she says, I'm fully prepared prepared to lose um nonetheless i beg you to rule in my favor and agree that the inside of my car is my business alone cheers everyone bye emily right so wow this is an interesting one isn't it because i think the, the key sentence for me is the bit where she says if I'm off to run an errand, mm. I'll pop the chewing gum on the steering wheel which means that she thinks that it is more gross to be chewing gum in front of whoever she's running this errand in front of than it is to be leaving gum on the steering wheel for her partner it's sort of we should say she she's a singing telegram (laughs) 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 she's she's a singing telegram you can't turn up you know chewing down can you yeah there's nothing worse halfway through the song of getting chewing gum spat into your eye no no she's not dave grohl you can't be (laughs) chewing gum and singing at the same time it's not it's not right um but Surely, surely then I think whatever the errand is, however far into the piece of chewing gum you're in, Mm. start a freshie after the errand. Oh, my Surely, God. Surely, treat yourself. Yes. A little treat, yeah. Emily, as a wonderful Patreon member, you deserve better. <laughs> that, hang on, well, I like this, actually, Crosby. <laughs> you deserve better <laughs> in your life. You deserve fresh chewing gum with every new journey. Don't Even start the- telling our patrons they deserve better, though, so they'll find other podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit, un- a I'm very bit unsure point. about this new message. <laughs> if we start saying patrons, you deserve better. We're, we're in trubs, guys, because yeah, there yeah, are better podcasts out there, and we all know it. Um, so, <laughs> here's my question to you, uh, Emma: Have you mm. got your? Do you have your own car? 
No, I don't. I can drive, which, you know, obviously very proud of that because it's fascinating how many people can't drive. So obviously I'm really yeah. arrogant about that. Well, it's it's on your CV. It's, it's there, on my it? CV. <laughs> <laughs> Look me up online. It's obvious. But, um, you know, I, I can drive. I'm terrible at parallel parking, and I, but I don't have a car. So it is, you know, I, I don't really, um, I can't relate completely to Emily on on that thing of your own car. But, I mean, can I say something? Because I'm a neutral party. You know, Emily's not a Patreon for me, I don't think. Well, no, she isn't. Uh -uh. Um, (laughs) You could absolutely lay her out there. (laughs) I think this is shocking. Emily, (laughs) Emily, 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 I think this is... I think this is all wrong. And I'm, I'm sorry to be so harsh. But I read this and gasped, like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, oh, oh I, you blasphemed. Yeah, I blasphemed. <laughs> you blasphemed. <laughs> the son that of God took in vain. But this is ridiculous. I just think she's got to stop doing this, girl. Like, your partner, man, I'm on his side. I just, I think it's all wrong. And I also think we should be looking at cars. If you are lucky enough to have your own car... That we need to be looking at the climate, right? And car sharing, having as many people in your car okay. as possible, oh, that... so we can reduce the fumes. That's so, an interesting take on it. You got to keep these spaces quite nice and clean, so you can perform that um, task for the greater good. Oh, Sorry, this is now sounding insane this, and this very. Took very <laughs> this took a real post Glasgow bent to <laughs> yeah, it that I wasn't yeah. expecting. <laughs> I was like, okay. no, I've seen COP twenty six. I've seen, but um, <laughs> no, but I seriously is, think that she shouldn't be overly. It. You know, and Emily, I do say this with love, and I think it's sick you've got your own car. That's obviously wicked. But keep it clean, girl, because we got to save this planet and um, just new gum each time or yeah. stop chewing gum at all. I, I just don't know. I can't get on board with it, I'm afraid. So I'm going to, I'm just going to give a, a, a bit of a defence in Emily's direction here mm-hmm. because, look, in this day and age, it's it's not you know you think to the old phrase the Englishman's home is is his castle right like <laughs> it, there isn't many spaces anymore that one can completely call their own right mm. now Emily lives with her partner this is, this is Tom's way of saying he's sleeping in his car <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, well I mean anyone who's been in my car will understand I have an affinity with Emily now, not when it comes you to do, chewing gum but. Like, obviously, I, I, I assume Emily shares a bedroom with her partner. She shares a flat with her partner. Mm. I imagine she'll have her own drawer, maybe, or I imagine they share a ward. Like, people just don't have their own rooms anymore. Yeah. We just don't have the space. And yet, there you have, in those, you know, four metal walls, your own <laughs> little space in the world. That is, There aren't many spaces you can pl- completely call your own and so maybe that is her part of the world where she can afford herself the luxury to be gross the thing is though she is sharing that space with someone else and that's why they're calling it out fair enough if he's if he's policing her time while she's alone in the car i'd say you're totally within your rights to do what you like Within reason, I <laughs> safely, guys. Of a solution, you know. Here we go. Why don't we just straight up say, "Girl, if you want to be doing this, you know, whatever." And actually, I found Tom. What is you that said, your solution? That was, <laughs> <laughs> it's, quite, it's quite vague, actually. 
<laughs> uh, people say I'm an incredible problem solver. Um, <laughs> no, Tom, what you said is actually a really good point. Why doesn't she just make it... If she is also sharing the space... Why on the steering wheel? That's so visual, you know? This from-the-mouth element is living on the steering wheel and obviously yeah. witnesses are going to be shocked. So if we just go under the steering wheel under or maybe the, yeah. under Hello. something really messed up, like under one of those um, folds around the gear stick, like is that oh, where yeah. she puts yeah. it? <laughs> oh, I mean, stick it into the folds of the gear stick. The yeah. folds of the gears. You've made it. You've made it both simultaneously grosser, yeah. but also better at the same time. Oh, thank I think you. That, might yeah. that might appeal to Emily. That might appeal to Emily. And it might even help prevent so much dust getting right on it. Like if you keep those folds clean. Yeah. Then and guys, keep, the folds, keep, keep those folds please clean. keep the folds clean guys <laughs> it's something we often say to our listeners <laughs> keep the folds clean for the love of God but then you slip in your bit of chewed gum within those folds and maybe this is sort of just total best case scenario I don't know. I mean, I'll put, I'm maybe that's what there. those folds have always been there for. Those folds, what are they there for? Is it an aesthetic thing? Totally. Is it Maybe you've cracked it there, Sydney. Maybe oh that's the reason the folds God. are there anyway. You've worked <laughs> out the ergonomics of the folds. We never expected that. From this. <laughs> How did you crash again? For some reason, I couldn't get into first. <laughs> I, don't know what, I don't know what was... Just suddenly, my gear stick was just so sluggish. <laughs> Oh God, that's a point, actually. I, I think hiding, well, I think hiding it, secreting it around. I think that you're right. The visibility, oh, secrete it in the folds, secreting oh. it in different parts of the of the car. You know, there mm. there will be bits of the car which won't be because also as well. Hey, but, I tell you what, I've got it. Yeah, go on. Yeah, but, but by also as well, I'm by also as well. I meant end of sentence. Sorry, Carl. <laughs> 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 yes, go on, go on, go on, go on I've always been jealous of in films in America. It's a real thing to put put your keys under the visor, get in the car, pop the visor down, keys drop into your lap, and you yes. catch them. Yes. Well, here you go. Pop, pop your chewing gum under the visor. Yeah, but if you pop it down, it's not going to slide off because it's going to stick, isn't it? So you'd have to then sort of <laughs> lean upwards. You'd have to lean upwards and, and bite it visor. off the visor. Hey, do you mean the sunshield bit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that, also, what if the sunshield got stuck to the other It'd side? It would stick to the roof, mm, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then her partner's going to be like, oh, I know what you've fucking done. And then she goes, oh, my God. You know, and it sort of, yeah. it starts that way. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I revise my status. I don't got it. <laughs> yeah, I think I think hidden better. around the around the car places where where your hands don't go. That's what I was going to say. The, the yeah. steering wheel, you know, especially in these COVIDy times. I know. I'm assuming you and your partner are bubbling together, but at the mm. same time, do you have to get your flob all over his hands? Yeah, probably my, not. Right. My I, my my. I don't really want to say this. It's it's probably going to sound really unpleasant, but like, oh, dear. Let's see. I got here we, here like, we go. When I get a new car. Which happens maybe every ten or twelve years or something. Okay. I'll think. So you're saying this, this is up time, to you twice in your life? I'll be like, this time things are going to be different. This is going to. I'm going to keep this nice. This is going to be great. And then I think it's about three and a half weeks until I have the moment where I have a. I pick my nose because I pick my nose when I drive because again it's my it's Ugh. my space and I feel yeah. safe in that space. God. And then the bogey comes out and it's like, what are you going to do now? Where's it going to go? I, I, Where do you put amount- it? Up, up your ass. <laughs> I think surely I'm not going to stick his folds. Yes, right he does. Up my ass again. 
Please don't bogey your ass in this car. You did it in the last one and it ruined that Peugeot. It's the circle of life. <laughs> it goes under the driver's seat. Yeah. I dread to think the state of under oh, the driver's top. seat. No, this is awful. I'm sorry, Emma, but I think I think 95 percent of the of the cars in Britain have bogeys on the on, on Emma, the driver's side. Don't. You just, adv- you just advocated do. for chewing gum in the folds. No, I didn't advocate. <laughs> I said, "Oh my god, this situation is horrendous. What's the best we can do?" You know, we're trying, we're trying to help Emily here. Yeah. yeah, I think that's also. I don't. I think 90 percent is is. Uh, that's that's too many, Clarky and Parry. I think no, it's not ninety percent. It's okay, two what, cars. What, what, it's what you I'm and Parry. <laughs> well, you shouldn't be putting it in your. Car. If you're taking it out of your nose, keep it on yourself. Put it on your neck or something. What? <laughs> Wait, no, no. Right, okay, I'm that's in the folds. No, folds. Always the folds with you. <laughs> you're obsessed with folds, mate. If you if you ever pick Emma City up and shake her, honestly, the things that fall out, you wouldn't believe. That's why they call it the lucky dip. Yeah, absolutely. Old pinata cities here. Oh my god! I still I can't believe you're turning this back on me because this behaviour. No, I think I think flick it out the window. I think if you're going to do anything, flick it out the window. Yeah. Ah, honestly, that's wind the window down. That's what you do. That's what you do when you're in someone else's car or in a higher car. When it's your own, I'm telling you, when you get your own car, that saves space. Oh, honestly. It's kind of like marking your territory. I think it's 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 like a, a nature documentary. Um, anyway, let's let's we, we need to nip this in yes. the bud. No, you know what? Yeah, I, I, I think I think if you if you have to do it, do it somewhere else other than the steering wheel. I also think treat yourself to a freshie each time and dispose of the. Stick but it also in the folds. That's the winner. Stick it in the folds. I mean, stick it in the folds is pretty much the strongest argument we've had, isn't it? Oh. Beef salt. I mean, we were about to wrap it up and then Clark interrupted with his visor detour <laughs> and let's be honest, it's cost us 10 minutes. Oh. <laughs> Can you solved. Dad food beef. Oh, wait, wait, hang on a sec. Can we just, Emma, can we just have that sting again, please? Oh, oh God, what was it? Uh, a listener has written in. Oh no! But I love so it. The, the beautiful thing about that jingle is it sounds different every time, doesn't it? Yeah. It just comes at you in a it's new angle every way. Yeah, you discover something new. It's like Mona Lisa's smile. Uh, <laughs> dad, dad, dad food beef from Samuel via Beef Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. Get in touch. Samuel did, and now he's famous <laughs> in our podcast. <laughs> dear, dear Beef Brothers. My beef is with my dad, who doesn't live with me, but it's based on something he does every time he stays with me. That counts. For context, I live over 600 miles away from my dad, so the only time I see him is when one of us goes to stay with the other, and that will be for several days at a time, usually a week. I'm always pleased that he makes the trip because I've chosen to live so far away, and I do appreciate that he's made the effort. However, here is the beef. He always buys food that he leaves behind unfinished. Mm Mm-hmm. I do try to fully stock the house for his requirements before he gets here, but he enjoys going shopping and cooking, so we'll often make a few trips while he's here. Some specific examples. He always wants ketchup, which I don't tend to have, so once he bought some... Oh, sorry. I don't tend to have, so once he bought some. Fine, but rather than buying a small bottle, as it won't get used when he's not here, he bought a massive family-sized one. Well, you are are a family, Samuel. (laughs) This means that I see it every day, and I feel like I need to use it up. I can't abide wasted food. I did, t- you know, ketchup doesn't go off for yeah. six years. I did tell him that it's now out of date, but he says he doesn't mind. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm with him on that. Number two, he normally makes an excellent curry with a side of pakoras. These are great, but that means he'll buy a bag of gram flour. We now have three open bags of gram flour. Last time he bought a tub of ice cream. This is this is this isn't a beef, mate. Come on. Last time he bought a tub of ice cream, and the other day, me and my wife decided to finish it. However, when we opened it, there was maybe one tablespoon's worth left in there. Who does that? We wouldn't normally have had any this time of year, but now we were disappointed. Once, he left a box of unfinished granola that I kept seeing and eventually finished one evening. (laughs) (laughs) He started a relationship with it. That box of granola, we started seeing each other now. It's it's got kind of complicated. following him around the house. (laughs) (laughs) He found out the granola had been dead for 10 years. (laughs) Um, Once he left a box of unfinished granola that I kept seeing and eventually finished one evening because I don't like wasted food. Yeah, you keep telling us. The next day, I can't believe that's your thing, Samuel. Hey, it's Samuel, everyone, the guy who doesn't like wasted food. Um, so, sorry, I don't want to jump on his back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come on, try to be nice. Your own advice, <laughs> yeah, sorry, but three times now. Um, anyway, he doesn't like wasted food. The next day, I was very ill, so I checked the date on the box, and it was a year out of date. Possibly a coincidence, but I don't think so. I look forward to hearing your judgment and I will obviously abide by whatever you decide. Mm-hmm. K- kind regards, Samuel. Right. Brackets. I can't abide by <laughs> No, no, he didn't put that. <laughs> <laughs> he can't abide. Do you, know, you know what, though? I do, uh, some people can avoid wasted food. Oh, yeah. Some yeah. people are very, very happy chucking away uh, wasted food. I secrete mine under my driver's seat <laughs> in my car. <laughs> Outside, I, sec- I, I secrete mine in my body, which is uh, hence the folds. I've got plenty of folds now. To, <laughs> yeah. I have a lot now. That's a lot of folds. Slip you can hide in. a lot of chewing gum in me. They're basically, okay. just hamsters. The lot of us. Yeah. Let, let's talk briefly. Visiting parents. Uh, any advice, Emma? From well, look. Obviously, listening to this, I just think this dad sounds absolutely wicked. What a what a dude! Yeah. How lovely coming round saying I'm going to make you food, interesting dishes. Uh, including the ketchup, you know, I just like the sound <laughs> of this guy. I think he's amazing. And but I do, I do know what the listener is saying. I, I do get it. Like that's slightly annoying, but I just think, and this is really dark. We don't have our parents forever. And one day, wow. in the hopefully very long future, maybe in a hundred years' time. Uh, his dad what, won't be in around a, anymore. In a hundred years' time, that granola will definitely be off. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't touch the granola but there. But the ketchup will still be totally fine. <laughs> but what I'm saying is in a hundred years' time, or, you know, a very long time in the future, when your dad's not around anymore, you will miss that crap food filling up your house. And that's maybe that's a little bit too morbid, but... I just mm-hmm. think uh, this is really annoying, <laughs> but <laughs> I, this is really annoying, but deal with it for now and maybe just uh, throw some stuff in the bin. I know that must hurt, but like the gram flower, which I've never even heard of as a concept, gram flower, I think just get rid. Like, it'll be okay. What do you or, think? Or, or, well, go, go on. on. I was, I was going to say, isn't your dad giving you the opportunity to ready, steady cook? 
Mm. He's yes. giving you ingredients that you didn't, you wouldn't ordinarily cook with, right? You know, you know, I, I, I get um, a, a, a vegetable box of uh, delivered, and you never know what's going to be. In. It's always different every time. And so, sort of, someone's doing Bill pretty Flex. well for themselves. Doing pretty, pretty well for myself. The old yeah. radio money, is it? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Spending it all on celeriac, and uh, but but it means that I'm often cooking things I wouldn't ordinarily cook, and it, it expands your repertoire mm. as exactly. a chef. You know, I, admittedly. Uh, ketchup and gram flour doesn't sound like, but it might make a nice paste. You know, it might make a nice for you to go on your granola. It'd be exactly, delicious. yeah. I, I just think, I just think, don't look at it as stuff that you're not going to use. Think about how you could use it. You might, right? You might not like ketchup, but I put ketchup into like a spaghetti bolognese and stuff like that. A little couple of squirts. Of ke- Someone's doing pretty well for themselves. <laughs> little bit of ketchup with a little bit of red wine. I feel like it really brings the brings the sauce off the page. You know, you don't have to necessarily be having hot dogs every night of the week. You could mm. be using it for for other things. I think just open your mind okay. a little bit. Well, this ties this ties in with what I was going to suggest actually, because oh, I right. quite like that vibe. I was going to say what you should have is building a tradition for yourself, like Shrove Tuesday, where mm. the day after your dad leaves, or on the final night of his stay, yes. you have a little leaving party where, <laughs> as a tradition. You get rid of all the food in the house and you have this kind of three quarters of a kilogram of flour. You've barely barely finished your flour. It's a dusty, it's a dusty meal, this one. I glued myself shut. Like, phones are glued. It's like a traditional kind of getting rid of, you know, and, and you're kind of getting rid of a lot of the food that you need. That either the night after he's gone, as a little celebration of the stay you've had, or when he's there and he can help. Mm. And it's, it's kind of like he will know then that, like, the food he buys is going to have to go by the final night. And it's kind of like it becomes a little tradition. I feel like this would be a horrible, horrible meal, but the vibe would be lovely. <laughs> and that yes. is yeah. important. <laughs> The food is bad, but the vibe is good. Have you been to a dinner party at my house? (laughs) You're more than welcome. He normally holds them in his car, to be fair. (laughs) I've got a solution. Oh, yeah. When your dad is on his way, say, do a little stop check and go, by the way, we've got ketchup, we've got some flour. So don't worry about buying any of that when you go to the shop. That's brilliant. And not an itinerary. What do you call it? Inventory. Yeah, Yeah. you get the inventory ready and you just text it to him. Because that's what you do before you go to the shops anyway, isn't it? You like Mm. go, oh, we've got tomatoes. so We don't need to get those. They go off the list. So on and so forth. But what about I mostly cook with tomatoes. What about the vibe party, though? I mean, I do love the vibe party. Don't get me wrong. The flowery vibe party. You've got to go for that. I can't believe you're suggesting the perfunctory text him first, and you're you're, you're, you're like the ready, steady, cook, flowery vibe party. This ha- yeah. it has to happen. Yeah, I think. What, what's what's the name of our friend? Is it is it Samuel? Of course, he's famous. Mm, yeah. yeah, Samuel. Um, uh, Samuel, I think you've got to do it, man. Don't you think it'll be fun? And also, as well, to say to your dad, "Good news, dad. You're stay you're staying for a week, and on the last day, we're gonna we're gonna throw you a leaving bash." Who wouldn't love that? I can see it going, like, getting quite dark if it ends up just being Samuel's dad being force-fed granola. Do you know what I mean? At, like, late night, and he's like, I've just had enough. Here's when it's going to get dark, is when Emma starts bringing up how we're all going to (laughs) die. Everyone's at the flowery vibe party, and Sydney's at the end of the table going, God, he's not got long left, has he, your dad? (laughs) 
Listen. Give him five years. Emma's about to move out of the flat. Allow her melancholy. Allow We're her living melancholy. in a global pandemic, guys, in case you hadn't noticed. You know, Emma. you've got to see it for what it is. He doesn't look as grey as, as you think. It's mostly just flour. <laughs> it's grown flour, actually. Yeah, don't, don't, don't sign him off just yet. <laughs> Okay. Okay. But that's why yeah. it's up to Sam to keep the vibe strong. Okay. Make sure the party doesn't get bleak. Keep the vibe strong. Have a party. Beef solved. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. We've all had a nice time. <laughs> So this beef is oh, a... Hang on. What, what, hang on, sorry, we're not in the jingle now. Oh, oh. So my apologies. <laughs> oh, Emma, please. Um, yeah. A listener has ridden in. Oh, it's getting worse every time. <laughs> really? You really lost confidence in that one during the, during the actual really delivery did. of it. I really did. I'm one of these people, I can't sing, but on top of that, I can't believe that I can't sing. Do you know what I mean? Is that a trait? <laughs> yeah. Like, I can't, yeah. I can't believe it. And every time I sing, I'm like, that's mad that I can't do it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think Parry's got a very similar thing, but he's managed yeah. to override the knowledge that he can't yeah. do it. Sure, it's <laughs> yeah. now delusion in it's like pure... its happiest form. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's it's, wicked. It's, it's, it's delightful. Um, <laughs> Parry, do you want to do your do you want to do your remix uh, remix of the jingle? A listener has ridden in. That is. <laughs> so brilliant to have that level of confidence <laughs> it was beautiful thank you guys it, it's, it served us all well um, lurking house guest beef from Anon Anon's got back in touch dear via uh, uh, beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com uh, dear pappies please help me prevent being uh, becoming a withered bitter landlady I have two lodgers brackets I live in the north I'm not flash <laughs> nobody thought uh, nobody thought uh, having lodgers was flash but fair enough um, <laughs> uh, but try to create an environment where my home is their home and we are as equals however one of my lodgers has a new boyfriend who works nights he often uh -oh. sleeps he often sleeps in her room in the day when she's at work he doesn't come out of her room so it doesn't impede on me or my other lodger but often when I'm working from home I realise he's upstairs and panic that my external processing has been heard Mm. He's very nice, but it does seem a bit odd, doesn't it? He has his own flat, but they share her car. Well, we've talked about car shares. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, okay. 
<laughs> chewing he's gum is singing fun. telegrams. <laughs> yeah, he, he's the he's the night singer. <laughs> he's the serenader. <laughs> uh, they're very. Oh, I had to write to you as when she went away last weekend. He still came over and slept here also leaving some of his stuff temporarily as he is moving flat. They're very nice people, but perhaps a bit clueless about housemate etiquette. She, oh, this is this is a sad bit. She lost her dad tragically last year. This will appeal to Emma. Uh, she yeah. lost her dad tragically last year. <laughs> and so coming in heavy handed about this seems very cold hearted. Thank you for that. Help me, pappies. Where's the line here? Am I being petty? What is, what even is housemate etiquette? Thanks, Anon. Oh, okay. that's a tricky one, isn't mm, it? It really is. Because effectively, what what she's sort of done is sublet the room. The lodge is kind of sublet. I know that mm. I know probably she's not asking for, for money for it, but when you when you take on a lodger, you take them on, not them and anyone else they fancy bringing bringing home, right? I don't want to sound like I'm from the you know the 1940s 50s. or something. <laughs> do you sound yeah. a little bit. Like I do that. sound like that. I don't know. Like I'm running. Like I'm running a a a B and B. You know, she has She's got some callers. <laughs> yeah, it is like that. I'm sorry. That's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. I mean, there's a possible. There's a possibility that there isn't actually a problem here. It just feels like there's a problem. But I really empathise with that. As in, if he's sleeping all day and. They seem really nice and, you know, it's kind of okay. Then maybe it is kind of okay. And you can, uh, like, is it just a problem because it, it feels annoying in some way? Like, I, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not being very clear, but do you no, know what no, I mean? I, that if he's not troublesome and he's just sleeping, maybe you kind of just let this go on for a few more months until you hit a even bigger wall and then you speak to her about it. Yeah, let it fester. <laughs> let it, let it come down the road. Kick that like a forgotten down the road. piece of chewing gum. Let it shove it into the folds till it becomes Pop unmanageable. Until <laughs> <laughs> um, you can't get into I, first gear. Yeah, I mean, there is a there is definitely an argument for, like, especially as a landlord, you're not like because you're not just a fellow housemate here. You are kind of a little bit in the in the driving seat and you're able to say don't put your hands under there but you are able to say like look I don't want to be a dick about it but there are there's there for a lot of the week there's two of you in that room and we are going to have to talk about that in terms of whether you become a tenant or we look at the rent scenario and Mm. I don't know because because that is that is you you know you're bang up to rights to do that yeah i think there would be something that it would be interesting to know that would change it for me if she's a landlady who's older and it's her like lovely established house and she's renting out the rooms to lodgers then i think it's more on her terms and she should be like oi you know your boyfriend's always sleeping in my house but if she's a landlady... So she's, she's allowed a bit more sass. Yeah, exactly. There is a certain version of this that requires and demands and allows for huge amounts of sass. There's a flip side that if she's one of those um, landlady... I mean, she says she's not flash, but flash people say that, don't they? So, you know, she could be somebody who is actually same age. She owns the house because, you know, she's a lucky so-and-so. And, she's, and this is her mate. And then, then it's different, but it doesn't really sound like that, does it? It sounds more like no. the former. 
I think if, yeah. if it's your mate, you could sit down and have a chat about it. It's the, mm. But the problem is she's got a, 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 an informal formal agreement in that she, right. like, it feels like she's probably lovely. That's her, like, that is her, I mean, just, again, being nice to the listeners. Um, she, her, her problem is that she's not got that kind of hard edge landlady. Here are the rules. You stick by them. No guests yeah. over, especially no guests over when you are not here. You know, like that, that would be fair enough to say. I don't think anyone would argue with that. You know, mm. it would be it would be mad if 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 you ha- if you have a lodger and they're allowed to bring people over when they're not there. That just yeah. feels it does feel yeah. it does I think feel that's yeah. totally but I think because true. it's so informal the arrangement they've got it's quite hard to it's quite hard to broach it. And also, it sounds like yeah, I know what you mean. It's like she knows it 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 isn't bothering her, but it she can see on the horizon the potential for it to become bothersome. Mm. The festering has begun. The festering has begun. So maybe it's better just to... I mean, I think what I think what, uh, what Anon needs to do is think very carefully about how much it bothers her. Possibly have a chat with the other lodger as well, because you can always, you know, this yeah. is the joy of the three. You know, you can always say, look, I've had a chat with, our, with the other lodger. We think it might be a little bit off for this effective stranger to be in the house with us. We, tr- we obviously know you. We trust you. We don't really know him that well. It just makes us uncomfortable. I think that's totally reasonable. Yeah, totally. Here's another suggestion. I love it. Engineer a breakup. I don't love it. I I said I love it there. Uh, (laughs) All it takes is like, uh, oh, uh, I tell you what, your your boyfriend uh, said something fruity to me this afternoon. Oh, don't do no, no, no. He walks when he walks to the shower. He doesn't half show it off or something. I don't know. Like I I put myself in the role of the older landlady, or like, or you know, you plant something about his person uh, and go drugs. What are are these? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You you engineer suspicion. You you either gaslight her or plant drugs on him. This is a crazy suggestion. (laughs) It It could be different. It could be a flower. Look, <laughs> don't rule out that this is all being done in a really sassy way. This no, no, no. Is, it's, no, no, no. It's being no. done with sass. No, no, no. Sassy crimes are still crimes, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did... A friend of mine, she recently got rid of her housemate by saying that um, she was uh, selling the house and moving to Seville. But she always knew she wasn't doing that at all. That's wow. pretty mad, isn't it? So then the, the housemate moved out and then she was like, oh... Darling, she's very rich, this person. Like, darling, I've completely changed my mind, you know. I, I just couldn't I couldn't deal with it in Seville, the heat, or something like that. Jean, Jean Gabor. Yeah, she, honestly, if you met this person, she's got a bit of that. Um, yeah. But, you know, so there are, you can do stuff like that, but I do think the karma is going to get you. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Also as well, your, your uh, friend... Um, what did the the former flatmate say? Did, did they not go? Oh, does that mean I can move back? Because surely if they go, oh, I changed my mind. The plans all changed. Um, what was that? No, I think she'd uh, signed a new lease or something. Yeah, right. She waited till the right else. amount yeah, of time. Yeah, exactly. Till, the perfect time when she was B. locked into a contract and could not return. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah, I, I feel like I think you're you're right. You've got to be very very careful about getting caught in a white light especially if you're accusing him of flirting with you <laughs> you know less of a white lie that one I'd say <laughs> yeah you're right that, not That's... a victimless crime that yeah. no that is a yeah <laughs> I mean you could just start flirting with him you that, could take on yeah. you take on the role of like this slightly saucy landlord who's like yeah. uh, oh you well, well she's at work come and keep me company and he'll be like do you know what actually I'm going to spend a bit more time in my own flat creep him out 
That yeah. is pretty good. Or get Uncle into Montium. like death metal or something and play it oh during God. the daytime. Yeah, but what if you know? What if it turns out he's a big death metal fan? I mean, then then, she, and also right, what if he turns out he's into? Uh, <laughs> she has to listen to death metal all day then as well. She's working from home. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's, true. I, 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 I don't know, man. I, it's, it's, I think, I think, I, I think. I think start getting sexual with him and see if you can drive him away. <laughs> that doesn't feel out of order, does it? It, feels it does. Like, uh, yeah, it does. Well, it'll go one of two ways. Either he'll be do the decent thing and stop hanging around so much, or he'll be into it, and that way, you know, he shouldn't be with your tenant. But no, the decent, no, the decent thing the would be, it was not him just going, oh, I'll, I'll make myself scarce. He'll say to the lodger, oh, I'm sorry, you're landlady made me feel very uncomfortable and that makes it an uncomfortable situation for her because then the lodger has to go and speak to the landlady and say I'm sorry did you try and come on to my boyfriend that's that I don't think that is a great scenario I to feel like, like Tom is approaching this like it's a game of the sims and he's just clicking <laughs> on these people trying to make them woohoo like desperately trying to get them in the bed and then yeah, like if move that's the case just seal up the fed. door yeah <laughs> 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 set it on fire it's the classic <laughs> take the stairs out way. of the swimming pool oh, yeah, I just think this role of like the the slightly sassy older landlady we don't know, kind of we don't pulling know anything the, about it. pulling <laughs> the strings you know pulling the strings she's got years in the game she's got notches on her belt and it's kind of like she isn't afraid to use <laughs> Where it she put this is the stuff this means she's stuff. put on a bit yeah, of timber yeah. right adding a lot of colour <laughs> as well here we all put on weight in lockdown and let's not let's not shame each other um, what, what, what why I mean it's yeah. mad that you've turned this into yeah. some sort of like you know letter written into a porno it's like, <laughs> no no it's not at best it's kind of like a what, kind of like a nineteen fifties kind of yeah, or like an or even like an Ealing comedy. Okay, right. It's, it's more like those sort of like nineteen seventy. It's not like um, an Alec Guinness. It's not like Kind Hearts and Coronets or something like that. It's like Confessions of a Window Cleaner. That's what it is, isn't it? It's Confessions okay, of a Landlady. Yeah, is yeah. what you're imagining. Well, now you're speaking my language. Of course, you I'm, love I'm, it, yeah. I'm on board. <laughs> I think the key thing, though, and what makes Tom's idea not so good. No offense, Tom. Oh, is sorry. I, I really thought that sentence was going to go the other way. Then I was like, I like... say, oh. tremendous self belief from Tom. <laughs> I think it's the detail that she likes the lodger and that they're really nice and, you know, all of that. So so it's not a great idea to sort of, you know, attempt to ruin their lives or whatever. As well as you, the next lodger you might get might be even worse. So I think good to just cultivate the relationship, keep it good and maybe have a little talk on the side of, hey, your boyfriend's around all day long. Maybe minimise that. I think I think Matthew's or kind else, of point of I'm going to get him. It's, yeah. it's okay to have him there when you are, but not when you're not. It's a pretty mm. it's a pretty simple fair rule to have. Or, or I'm going to get him. Or, no, or, 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 or then he's fair game. Or make it official. <laughs> Better keep your puppy on a leash. Shut up! Let me take him for a walk. I reckon. I, I reckon make it official. Up, up up the rent by twenty quid and say both of you can stay, and then they split it down the middle. So neither of them are spending as much money. Nice. You're getting a little bit more money. I think it's. I think it's. I think that's that's or the way to do it. Maybe we could come to another. No, right. We're not having mm. this. Jesus. I think I'm what we're really learning is Tom game. is as confident about his talking as he is his singing. <laughs> <laughs> and like so, I said, about his Bless sexual you, prowess. Um, right. I'm going to consider that beef solved. Take from Ooh, and on take beef, whichever one you want. Don't take Tom's one. <laughs>
or else. From the sorting out your solved. Emma, do you have a flat share base beef that you would like us to solve for you? Yeah. Yeah, this is, you know, it's not it's not a biggie, but it is it's basically fascinating to me. So basically one of Great. my housemates they can't get their head around what is recyclable or not. Like, uh, it's, it, yes. you know, so every time you go, I, you know, we kind of, we have a sort of recycling bin and then you put it yeah. into separate recycling bags. Half of it by left by this particular housemate, who actually I think it's fair, <laughs> I'm not going to name them, I'm not going to name them. It's okay. Al or Rose. Um, and it's <laughs> Al. <laughs> <laughs> But this mystery housemate, um, they they just can't get a handle on what is recyclable or not. And so it means when you're, you know, decanting the recycling, it's infuriating. And obviously it's not that difficult to just put the stuff. So I'm talking like plastic seals, you know, um, like the film Mm. on top of ready meals. Um, Black plastic is not recyclable. That's always in there. Um, And also just random stuff that's obviously not recyclable, you know? So anyway... It's not that annoying, but there's something about the fact he can't get a handle on it that is, um, that, that's my beef. That's yeah. my beef. Yeah. And I have brought it I'll up. Tell you you know, I go, oh, this film isn't recyclable, but it never sticks. And it has been years now. Mm. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting indeed. Well, one of those things that when you're living in a three, you know, it doesn't feel like such a big thing. But once it gets there, it's just like you. Yeah. I honestly think Rose said the that to me the other day. Luck is ticking, my friend. <laughs> you sure you're moving in with the right one? <laughs> oh, it sounds like Rose does her fair share of recycling. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but I would like to say something in Al's defence. He's actually amazing at sorting out the recycling himself sorting out the bins he's a great bin dude but God, sometimes that's so weird oh yeah so he's great at the bin side of it yeah he's great but at taking the, them out it's going into the bin is the bit that he doesn't it's the it's the choosing what goes where that is the issue and i think, think sometimes you might be colorblind <laughs> what? Why would what, but, why film would the film, is, the film, the film, the film is, doesn't? That's a see-through object. Yeah, <laughs> that's about texture. Could be texture blind. There could be something in that, you know. There could be something in that. <laughs> it's an interesting point. <laughs> um, I've got this problem at mine at the moment because one of my neighbours keeps recycling used um, pizza boxes. Right. Yeah. You, do you know what? I only found that out recently that you can't recycle them. I didn't. I didn't know that. I only found that out in the last month or so. Hang that... on. I'm trying to think. Did I? I'm. I'm not sure. I. I know you can't recycle them if they're really dirty. But can you not recycle them full stop? No, because mm. any, any any like any amount of uh, food contamination. And also, what I didn't realise is if you put it in with your other paper, it can contaminate the entire batch. Oh. So it Jesus. might mean that if you if you and it's like well, it's why you've got to wash everything. Up. You've got, why you've got to wash up your jars and everything yeah. because any bit of food contamination that goes on anything else that's it they just chuck the whole lot away oh so, my god I know it's it gets bad worse have, you been, worse. have you been misrecycling as well it sounds like you're a victim of your own beef here. I definitely did you... recycle a pizza box about a month ago I did yeah. oh no I heard Siddy recycled an entire pizza <laughs> <laughs> put the whole thing in there <laughs> Yeah. Absolute disgrace. Just says oh, the delivery guy, just drop God. in the, the the green box over there. Um, <laughs> yeah. So actually, hang on. So I've got something to learn as well. So maybe actually 
Al's just as bad as me and maybe Rose as well. We just uh, You're on the same journey together. Oh You're just in different God. parts of the same journey. Sure. That's yeah. beautiful. Actually. And maybe that's the lesson that you've got you know, you've got to learn here is that Al is you know, he might be a little bit behind you or a bit ahead one. of you, but you're you're okay, every day is a school day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what it is, I, I'm, just to defend Al, because I am yeah, very much do. a if in doubt, pop it in the recycling and see see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> they'll fix um, it at the plant, won't they? Yeah, yeah. that's sort of how I think. Uh, to the point where I've, you know, I've, I, you know, anything like old old bits of like when you, you know, when I was tidying up the, the house recently, I found a load of old keys that I knew were for stuff I didn't use anymore. Chucked them all in the recycling. I thought that'll be fine. Wouldn't a it? bunch that'll of old be, keys. Load of old keys. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and in fact, I think in fact I chucked oh, the entire. Crosby, have you still got my special? <laughs> I do need that. Crosby, have you still got my piano? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I tell you what, I got I got new I got a new lock put on on one of the doors, and I chucked the entire Ooh. lock. Fuck me, Crosby! <laughs> I'll have a new lock, please. Well, 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 well. Oh, on my safe to keep all my money. <laughs> <laughs> but I chucked away the the lock and the keys into the recycling because I thought well it's metal it's the same as tin cans isn't it I'm sure they'll find a use for it but yeah. that's, not, that's not the case I think you were in a weird place at the time when you did that don't you think <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, does, it does sound that way yes it really does that's a weird day when you do that and no offence to you but no I, no, you know. no but, but what would you have done if you'd had a, a lock and a load of keys in your house it feels so big and unwieldy and yeah Permanent. You, know, you put that in landfill; it's never going to degrade, right? A local skip, maybe. Like yeah, have, a, have go, an eye on where the, the skips are. Get got, it in you there. Go to the refuse centre. It's got the air, but it's just one thing. Driving to the refuse centre for one yeah. th- one item. I mean, yeah, that's is that w- it's that worse than not recycling at all? Yeah. It's a, you know, it's no, not a long drive. Environment. Al yeah. once you'd, got an Uber the to the local tip um, <laughs> with like one thing, and I've always found it the funniest thing in the world because then he. He got the Uber. I've forgotten what it was. It was like a little bit heavy to carry. And the Uber dropped him off, really unimpressed. And then Al walked back. And it's it's such a sort of simple story, but I've always found it so, I don't know, not pathetic, but like almost. (laughs) I love it. Almost pathetic, yeah. Almost pathetic. Very adorable. Almost (laughs) pathetic, very adorable. (laughs) Walking home to save money. Oh. God, so sweet. That's <laughs> my dude. Really sweet. Um. <laughs> well, there you go. I think I think what we've learned here is empathy is the key. Yeah, yeah. not the key that you throw in the recycling. <laughs> <laughs> but also, we and Al, are, you know, yeah. Oh no, sorry. What were you saying? Well, I think you and Al are on this beautiful journey together, and yeah. you know, sometimes you'll be ahead of him, sometimes he'll be ahead of you, and mm-hmm. that's the important thing to learn. Yeah, when you, you know, move on together. I think re-education as well. Like what I've just learned about the pizza boxes, that is a very powerful lesson to me. I think maybe I print something. Oh, You're I shouldn't welcome. print something out. I should get a leaflet from the council and stick it to um, the fridge door, and then we can look at that and go right. Let's work out together what we can recycle. Yeah, it sounds think, think... like your new house is going to be so much fun. <laughs> 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 you I might need to get the... a new one post, you know, the lockdown <laughs> flat, the recycling a, flat. The crazy days on the left, ahead of us. On, on the left, there's a recycling chart. On the right, I've graphed our parents' mortality. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like a rough... 
kind of life expectancy kind of chart. And in the middle, loads of MDMA and kit. I feel like uh, I feel like we're going to run into Emma in a few weeks' time and say, "How did the move go?" And, you, and she's going to go, "You're not going to believe it. Al's moved to Seville." <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, don't. Oh God. Well, Emma, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It's been really fun having you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. You know, it's uh, it's been a wonderful way to while away my final flat share days. Oh, yeah, I mean, I mean, technically, you'll still be flat sharing with Al, won't you? I mean, it's still. I will. Yeah, it's still. We hope so because we want to have Al on as a guest soon as well. So oh. we can get the, we you know can what? Get the flip side of the I'm, story. I'm really interested to get Al on soon, actually, just to oh. see what he thinks about this whole recycling but, thing. But I think let's leave it six months so we can get a good read on how the new setup I is going. I am going to make sure that Al never does this podcast. Just <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you keep waiting, boys. But uh, the little lady has banned him. Um, yeah. You're going to do enough. the old uh, landlady thing of saying, oh, I went on Pappy's podcast and they all started flirting with me. It was really <laughs> uncomfortable, actually. <laughs> really uncomfortable. Just some awkward standoffs in Soho Theatre. I think they <laughs> fight outside. Uh, wouldn't be the first time. Um, <laughs> so is, uh, where can people find uh, what you're up to? Is there anything you'd like to, to promote, tell people oh, about? Yeah. Um, you know what? Not especially, but there's some really exciting things coming out. Um, a second series of Starstruck is coming out in Brilliant. New Love Year, the first I series think. so much. Yeah, no, it's uh, such a treat to be involved in. And that is, uh, it's kind of more of the same in a good way in the new year. So, nice. um, so yeah, that'd be great. And otherwise, I don't know, I'm on the socials, Instagram, Twitter, having fun on the net. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you like fun, you know where to go. Um, <laughs> thanks so much, Emma. Speak to you soon. Thanks so much, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Oh, there you go. Well, it truly was a great episode. It truly was, Tom. And if you uh, if you enjoyed that episode with Emma City, get over yeah. to our Patreon, uh, patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flatshare for a bonus beef with Emma that uh, is not in the main feed. It's completely, completely new beef, um, all about turkey. So uh, just in time for Christmas. Um, oh, yeah, obviously, of course, the Patreon, well worth bigging up. It's a wonderful place to go. It's, it's a wonderful there. place full of wonderful people. It is. It really is. It's a wonderful community. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, if you would like uh, more bonus episodes of the podcast, uh, one every single week, plus the bonus beefs with our guests, uh, then get over to patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flat Share. Join today. For just four quid a month, you could you get all of the bonus episodes of uh, Flat Share Lockdown, which we recorded over lockdown. You get uh, bonus beefs. You get uh, uh, the, the the new series we've just started doing, uh, Flat Share Pop Round, aka Neighbourhood Watch, aka Street Party. Um, and uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Amazing, lovely. Uh, today's episode was produced as ever by Emma Corsham. Corsham team. Cheers, everyone. Bye. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.